Adrian Ross Show. Of course, I'm glad you are tuned in. And let me just say right from the jump, all right? Go to a major podcast platform and leave a rating and a review. Give me that five-star rating for the Adrian Ross Show. Write that quick review for that feedback, and I'll be sure to share that review on the show. Also, be sure to go to adrianross.substack.com, adrianross.substack.com, and subscribe. Check out the subscription options there. And on the homepage of my Substack, you will see an opportunity to support ARC. You'll see that at the menu at the top, support ARC. So even if you are a subscriber, you can support even further. And maybe you're not a paid subscriber, but you want to drop a little something in the tip jar so that you can help me continue to do what I do. I love it. I appreciate it. And I already appreciate so much the current subscribers. Go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check out the other podcasters there. Go to YouTube and watch the Adrian Ross show on YouTube. Maybe you're watching on YouTube now. However, you're tuned in. I'm glad you're tuned in. I want to say now, I know I told you that on May 2nd, I would have Dr. Lanise Reynolds back. We did part one of Unapologetically Prophetic a couple weeks ago. And I fully anticipated that she would be back for this particular episode, but we're gonna push that back a week, all right? She's coming back for part two of Unapologetically Prophetic, but we're gonna push that back. Now, listen, if you did not, watch or listen to part one of Unapologetically Prophetic with Dr. Lanise Reynolds, you absolutely want to make sure you check out part one, all right? And once you see part one, no doubt, you're going to want to tune in next time for part two. Powerful, talking about the prophetic, talking about the apostolic, and talking about so much more. So that will be next time. But let's talk about this time, today. Today, we're going to talk about something that is coming up on Thursday. On Thursday, May 4th, coming up, Thursday, May 4th, what do we have? We have the National Day of Prayer, the National Day of Prayer. And I have to tell you, I have always loved the National Day of Prayer back in New York before I moved to Southeast Missouri, back in New York, the National Day of Prayer was a big thing at my church. I mean, we want to be praying over our nation. And so every year, and I'm sure they're, they're still doing it, but every year, I think at noon, we would meet at the courthouse and we would gather around and guess what we do on the National Day of Prayer? We would pray for the nation. Now, I was teaching at the time, and some years I didn't have a class at that time. And so I was able to sign out and, and get to the courthouse and join them in prayer, even if it wasn't the full time, depending on what my schedule was, right? I could do that and then get back to get back to school before my next class. And there were years when I didn't have that opportunity, but when I did have that opportunity because my schedule allowed it, I loved to go down the courthouse and you see people coming in and out of the courthouse uh, and, and uh, but we would be gathered around in the circle and we would just be praying. We'd have specific areas of prayer to pray for the nation. Now, you know, 
I mean, if, if we needed to pray for the nation uh, back then, several years ago, it hasn't changed. I mean, even, even I, I'm going to say even more so, but really it's not even more so. I, I, I joke sometimes you hear people say, if we, you know, we never needed the Lord like we need him now. And that's just not true. We've always needed the Lord just as much. We always need the Lord, but we can see in our culture how much we need God, even if people didn't recognize it before. Surely if there's, if there's anything aware spiritually at all in us, we've got to know that we absolutely need to pray for America. We say, God bless America. You know, sometimes we just say, God bless America. I mean, we really need a God bless America. And I know part of that has to do with America blessing God. But man, if we don't need the Lord, right? So we're going to focus in on the National Day of Prayer today. And I'm gonna start by talking a little bit, really briefly, about the background of the National Day of Prayer. And so it was in 1952, all right, when a joint resolution by Congress and signed by President Truman declared an annual National Day of Prayer. So you're going back 1952, a joint resolution by Congress and President Truman signed this thing. Yes, what did he sign? That we're going to have an annual National Day of Prayer. And then in 1988, the law was amended and signed by President Reagan, who permanently set the first Thursday of every May as the National Day of Prayer. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, there you have it, the short version, right? So we understand as a nation the importance of prayer. And as I said, we absolutely should be mindful of it, of it now, right? So this is what I want to do today as we look ahead to, to Thursday. Now, if you're watching this uh, on the National Day of Prayer, that's wonderful, right? If you're watching it after the National Day of Prayer, that doesn't mean you don't, you know, that it's over, you don't need to pray. You should be praying for the nation all the time. We should be praying for the nation all, all the time, right? And we're going to do that. I'm going to do that today. And I'm not doing all the praying. What I have done is I've decided that we should focus in on some particular areas today that to lift up in this nation. And you may be familiar with what people, some people call the seven mountains. Um, and if you're not comfortable using the term seven mountains, uh, then think about this as a time to focus in on seven areas, seven very significant areas in the nation. And I've asked people to, to join me and to pray, to lift up these particular areas. And then I am going to, to come in at the end and I'm going to, to close it out, right? But what are the seven areas we're focusing in on that I'm at, that I've asked people to focus in on uh, for this national national day of prayer. Um, those seven areas: one, religion and the, the church, um, religion or the church, however you choose to ex to um, express that, however you choose to say it, whatever term you choose to use, religion or the church. Also, family, education, media, business government, 
and arts and entertainment. Those are the seven mountains, the seven areas of influence and significance that we're going to be praying about. Again, religion in the church, family, education, media, business, government, and then arts and entertainment. All right. So I'm so thankful that I don't have to do all the praying myself, right, for this particular episode. Uh, I want to be praying about these areas in, in my myself in my in my own life. I need to be doing more of that and, and lifting up our nation for sure. And I like the idea of breaking it down into these seven areas. But I'm glad I don't have to do it all for this episode that you can hear the hearts of other people. And so I've asked other people to take an area and to and to lift that up for us um, for this particular National Day of Prayer. So as each person is praying, would you join your hearts, join your prayers with them, join in agreement for these areas. So I have six people who are going to lift up six different areas, and then I'm going to come in and I will close it out with the last area. All right. They'll introduce themselves to you and they will touch heaven with their prayers for our nation. So here we go. Hello, everyone. Pastor Zach Strong here. What a privilege it is to be a part of the Adrian Ross show today, especially in this time of prayer as we are fastly moving just a couple of days away from the National Day of Prayer as we are joining people literally all over the nation praying and believing for a move of God that God would turn our nation and our nation would turn back to Him. My topic of prayer today is the mountain of religion. I love the passage of scripture found in the book of Isaiah chapter 2 that declares that in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills and all nations will stream to it. Many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. I believe that it's time for the church to take its stand, boldly, unashamedly, courageously, taking its stand to declare the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and that it's his will that righteousness would rule our nation and rule our land. Church, I'm going to ask you to join me right now in prayer. The Bible says that if any two of us would agree together as touching anything they ask, it will be done for them. I believe Isaiah's prophecy was a prophecy of revival. That the church will rise and that there will be a great turning towards the Lord, even in a moment when everything around us looks so dark and looks so bleak. But I believe there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in agreement. And would you agree with me right now that God's will and that God, the plan of God is going to be established and fulfilled in our nation. 
Father, I thank you today for your goodness. I thank you for your grace and mercy. God, I thank you for all those that are joining me right now to call unto you. You said call unto you and you would hear from heaven. You said ask of you and you would hear. God, you said in another place, you said command ye me of the work of my hand. And I will show you great and mighty things to come. God, I believe you've revealed yourself that it is your will, that revival, that awakening will come to America now. I believe it is, and I believe it's happening now, Lord. So I pray now, God, for the church. I pray that it will stand up courageously. I pray that it will stand up boldly with the greatest message of all, that Jesus came to earth to die for the sins of men, went into a tomb, and rose victorious so that we could live a victorious life. Here, right now, in this present time, God, I'm asking you to move upon the hearts of people all over the nation. I pray, God, that you would move in our nation like we have never seen you. That churches would come alive again. God, that they would take their place and they would be that place of authority. That gateway that opens up the way for your blessing to flow into the land. God, I believe in you now that your church will shine. And that, God, a great harvest will come in at this moment of time. Even Isaiah said the day would come. God, that the glory of the Lord would shine in the middle of the darkness and our sons and daughters will come from afar and they will be nursed at our side. God, I believe you today. God, that this nation, that America is going to stand and turn again for what it was founded upon, the righteousness, the faith in you, God, the trust that we had, that life only came through you and is of you. God, I believe right now that America will turn its heart back to you and the church will lead the way. So God, we bless you. We give you honor. We give you thanks for all you're doing now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, my name is Kia Cordo and I want to pray with you. Father, I thank you for your word. We know according to your word in Matthew 12 that every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined and every household divided against itself will not stand. So as I pray together with you regarding our families and our nation, let's declare the spirit of unity, a spirit of a love and a spirit of a sound mind to permeate our families in this nation. Father, let every spirit of fear be destroyed, every spirit of failure, every spirit of rejection bow to the name of Jesus. We destroy the spirit of anxiety and destruction that's so prevalent in our country's households all around this nation. God, According to your word, we know that every purpose, every person has been purposefully created by you and for your glory. And as you have sanctioned life, Father, I pray that you would order our steps, guard our hearts. God, let our eyes be fixed upon you, Lord God. We pray for those families today. We pray for mothers and fathers, children, sisters and brothers, Lord, who know your name, Jesus that they would be strengthened in their faith and in your infallible word. Father, I pray for those who don't know you yet, Jesus, that you would draw them close to your heart, pour out your unconditional love, and turn their eyes toward you. Lord, we pray for families, small and large, of all races and backgrounds and experiences, God, that they would see you as Lord and Savior. We speak to every, every false word and delusion spouted in every form of media in our nation to crumble in the face of truth. 
Jesus, you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life, as you will always be. So now, Holy Spirit, teach us to honor you with our whole heart as the family unit returns to Christ, not man-made religion, but Jesus Christ, our chief cornerstone. Father, we thank you for your power and your grace to transform families in this nation. Amen. Good morning. My name is Tom Jaster, and like many of you, I'm a small business owner. I've been asked to lead us in prayer this morning over our businesses and over our business leaders. In Colossians 3, 23 and 24, it says, And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of your inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. As we gather today celebrating this national day of prayer, we acknowledge you, Jesus, as our Lord and Savior. We declare, as your word declares, that you are the cornerstone of our lives, our families, and our businesses. Jesus, you are the source of our strength for everything we have and everything we need. And Lord, today, today I declare your divine protection and divine favor over all of our businesses. We see the works of the enemy as some businesses fall in line with the woke movement, which seeks to weaken and even destroy independent business. But Lord, today we dedicate our businesses to your divine plans and rebuke the plans of the enemy. We declare that our businesses will participate in the economy of your kingdom and will prosper according to your plans and not the plans of this world and the evil trying to control it. Lord, I declare great wisdom over every businessman and woman, and I declare a holy discernment to fall on each and every one of us. Wisdom to understand the times that we live in and discernment to see the steps necessary that they need to take to further their businesses. Lord, let your wisdom fall on each and every one of us so that inspiration for new ideas and new businesses and new ways of doing business will manifest within us. Lord, I also ask that as our businesses grow and multiply, that we as leaders will help your kingdom grow. Lord, show each of us how we can, through our business, see your kingdom expand. By supporting our local churches, missionaries, outreach programs, or maybe just helping a neighbor who's struggling. Let us put feet to our words. Let us be the Good Samaritan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, I'm Christy King, and I am actually the business manager of KHIS Radio, and that is a contemporary Christian radio station here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And Adrian has asked me to pray over the arts and entertainment mountain in our culture and we know that we know that we know how much arts and entertainment influence our culture and our world so join me in praying for arts and entertainment dear god we just come to you right now and we lift up this mountain of arts and entertainment and god i just pray over hollywood right now the actors and actresses that that they will come to know you and that they will start feeling conviction of the the movies that they produce and that the and the roles that they are portraying and god i just pray for the the scales to come off of their eyes and they will just come to know you. And God, I lift up all of the Christian actors and actresses that they will not have any, any persecution and that they will continue to get roles. 
And God, I pray for the, the Christian production companies that are producing movies like Jesus Revolution and Facing the Giants and, and all of those good Christian movies. God, I just pray that you bring them the finances to be able to create more movies like that. They're finding out that more people like these kinds of movies and can take their families to these kinds of movies. And God, I just pray that more funding and more prosper, more that you'll prosper these companies. And God, I just lift up the Christian music industry and that they'll, you'll open the doors for them and open the right doors and close the wrong doors. And God, just, um, I pray that you prosper them as well and that they will continue to be able to bring light into this world through your message in the music. And God, we just thank you so much for that. God, we just, uh, we, we, we bring this mountain to your feet, God, and just bless this mountain. And, and God, I pray that they come to you. We need more Christians in the arts and music and entertainment mountain. We need so many more people that will stand for you, stand for who you are, and lift your name up at all times and in all ways. We thank you so much for that. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your grace and favor over this mountain. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, hello. My name is Amanda Taylor, and I'm an educator at a community college in Southeast Missouri. And so we just want to take a minute and we want to pray into our education system. So regardless if it's higher education or secondary or elementary education, we just want to pray a prayer of blessing and deliverance and peace and, and wisdom and all of those things that our education system needs right now. So please just join me as we pray. Father, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your word, Father. Lord, I just worship you and all of your great Lord. And so, Father, I know that, that your wisdom surpasses all wisdom, God. And so, Father, in this moment, we call out our education system to you, Lord. We call out to you our colleges and our universities, Father. We call out to you our elementary schools and our, our junior highs and our, our high schools, Father. We call out to you our preschools and our kindergartens today, Father. Lord, and we just ask you that you would enter into those spaces, God. That, Father, that you would, you would just enter in, Lord, to a place that seems to be filled with so much unrest rest right now. And that, Lord, that you would just bring peace to those hallways, bring peace to those classrooms, Father. Lord, we pray that you would just raise up, Father, a generation of teachers, Father, that are not afraid to speak, Father, when you tell them to speak. But, Lord, they move forward in boldness, God. Father, we pray that you raise up a generation of students, Father, that, Father, that you make them Elisha's, Lord, that, Father, they do twice as much as anybody who has gone before them, Lord. Father, we ask you that you just, you fill our high school schools and our, our school systems and our colleges and our universities with, with hearts, Lord, who seek after you, Father. Lord, we pray for administrators, God, that, Lord, that they do not fear the opinion of man, but, Lord, they walk boldly in their calling as your word directs them to, Father. Lord, we call it to you, our college presidents, Lord. We ask you, Father, that, again, they are able to step, Father, when you tell them to step, and in the way that you tell them to step, Father. We just ask for a, a supernatural wisdom to come over them 
them, Lord, as they walk through many different situations throughout their day and on their campuses, Father. We call out to you principals. We call out to you superintendents, Lord, that, Father, that again, you would just give them boldness, Lord, to do what it is that they need to do, Father. Lord, we pray, God, that you would give them revelation of your word, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, that, that those who enter our school systems are anointed, Father, that their hands are anointed, Lord. And God, that anointing just flows throughout our buildings, Lord. Father, we pray, God, that the, the system, Lord, that seems to be broken in some cases, Lord, that, Father, it is healed in your name, that, Father, anything that is out of order, Lord, that it is put back into place right now, Father. Lord, we just calm anxious hearts, God. It seems that our students are filled with so much anxiety in this time, God. And so, Father, we speak against that anxiety right now, Lord, that, Father, our students would be peaceful, Lord. Our teachers will be peaceful, Father. And, Lord, we just pray a hedge of protection, God, that whatever the enemy has planned, Father, for our schools, Lord, that it stops right now, that it will not take place, Lord. But, Father, it comes to an end by the power and the authority in your name, Lord. Father, we just pray, Lord, that your guidance and your love and your peace and your mercy and, and Father, just your power, it just overflows in our school systems right now, Lord. Father, we pray for our legislators, God, at the state level and at the federal level and at the local level who are making decisions for our school systems as we speak, Lord. Father, we pray that you would direct them, Lord, that, Father, you would show them where they need to step, how they need to step, Father, that you would give them words, Lord, that, Father, your power and authority is behind them, Lord, as they are speaking, Lord, to people within our communities and within our states and within our nation, God. Father, we just love you and we honor you, Father, and we know that you are worthy. We know that you are mighty, Father, and so, Lord, we just call down, Father, all authority in heaven, God, to walk in our school systems right now, Father, to be in the midst, Lord, of our children, of our youth, Father, of our administrators, of our teachers, Lord, that, Father, that you would just move in a mighty way, Lord. Father, we just ask, Lord, that your presence is felt, Father, that your guidance is revealed, Father, that your wisdom is received, Lord, that, Father, that if there is any, again, anything that is broken, we speak healing to that right now, Father, in your name. And so, Father, we love you and we honor you and we thank you for this day because you are worthy, Father. You are worthy of all things, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, because you're mighty. Hi, my name is Kenneth Burns, and I am the owner-operator of uh, Burns Media Group, which is also known as the BMG Network, uh, which I have the privilege of being a part of, essentially, and having podcasters and people who are in media. And Adrian has asked me to specifically pray in regard to the mountain of media. And we know the impact that media has uh, on us as individuals and on our country. So uh, would you bow your head? We are in desperate need of prayer uh, in this area, that's for sure. So let's bow our heads and let's pray. Heavenly Father, well over half of Americans believe that news stories are often inaccurate and favor one side of an issue over another. I pray that journalists across America will do their best to bring light where there is darkness and truth where there is falseness. I ask you to strengthen and direct the will of all who write and shape the coverage of newspapers, television, radio, and magazines. I pray that you would remove those who desire to report anything less than the truth and to be a service to humanity. May you raise up those who are bold to confront evil and injustice, who reject the half-truths that deceive 
and the biased words that corrupt. I ask you to promote those who will use the power of their words for good and who bring the respect and integrity of character that honors their profession. Give wisdom, honesty, and courage to those who seek your face and restore a righteous standard of journalism so that truth might prevail throughout our nation. Amen. And now I'm going to pray over government. We know what an influential area that is on so many levels, local, state, federal. I want to lift up government. Join me in praying. Father, we thank you that you are Lord of all, first of all. But we thank you also, God, that you have entrusted man, you have entrusted woman to lead in the area of government, God. And we need your help, Father. We can see how much we need your help. Locally, statewide, federal, we need your move in our nation, God. I pray, first of all, Father, that you would raise up people with a passion, with a calling to be leaders. I pray that you raise up people of integrity, people who love the Lord, people who want to do what is right, people who truly want to serve, Lord. Father, people who are seeking your face, who are saying, God, how should we move? How should I direct? People who know that unless you lead, unless you guide, we're, we're a mess, Father. And Father, right now, Many of us are looking and we see a mess. We see a mess. Uh, we see it on the government level. And as it goes there, so it seems to affect every one of us, Father. And so, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would stir the hearts of righteous people, Father, because your word lets us know that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And your word lets us know that when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. So, Father, I'm bold enough to ask for righteous people to lead. And, Father, for those who don't have a true heart to serve, I ask, God, that you would move them out of the way. Way, Lord, that you would move them out of the way. And right now, Father, on our, our various levels of government, we need a move of your spirit. We need a move of the spirit of God. We know that you're in control, but I also know that there are some people who say, well, you know, we don't have to do anything. We don't, because God is in control. But Lord, again, you've given us a certain level of authority, Father. And I pray, oh God, that as a nation, we would truly flow with you. We would be people who seek your face. We would be, pe be people who would, who would want to do right, Father, that this nation would be blessed, Lord God. Father, that every area of our lives would be blessed, even the areas that have already been prayed about. God, so much of that is influenced on the government level. And so, Father, we ask in Jesus' name that we would be those people in this country who honor the Lord, who seek the Lord. God, the policies that are not of you, Father, I pray, oh God, that you would bring conviction. I pray, oh God, that there would be breakthrough, Lord, in Jesus' name. There are some people, people of faith, who say it's just too late. We're too much of a mess. And Father, when I look, I do see a mess, but I also see a God who's not through. I believe that you're not through with this country. And so God, move in our government, God, so that we would have your blessing, Father, so we would have you rain down upon us all that is good, all that is holy, all that is righteous, so God, that our children will be raised up in an environment of that which is healthy and wholesome, Father. And I ask you, God, to move in every area 
of our government. And again, Father, raise up people who seek your face and who want to have a nation that is founded on the rock. You are that rock, Lord God. And so I thank you, Lord. I thank you for trusting us, God, to, to do what is right, Father. And I pray that we would walk worthy of the trust that you placed within us, Father. I'm praying for a breakthrough in the government. And I thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you say amen to every one of the prayers that have been prayed. Yes. And we need to continue to pray. I need to pray more, as I already said, for the government, for the nation, the government. Yes. And for these other areas that we have prayed for the church, right? The family, education, media, business, government, arts, and entertainment. Prayer is powerful. We can't just do it once a year. We have to be people who understand the power of prayer. You ever hear people say things like, well, all I can do is pray. You know, no, it's not just all I can do is pray. That's the best you can do. We want to pray. We want to see God. We have to understand that our prayers are powerful. The Bible talks about that. And the National Day of Prayer is so powerful because the whole nation is coming together and there's unity and great things happen. The Bible lets us know, and we've seen it, what happens when we are unified, right? And the Bible also says one shall set a thousand to flight, two can set 10,000 to flight. And if you're a math person, you can, I guess you could go on and do the math. I'm not a math person, but I will say this, when there's unity, mm, there is a multiplication of impact and effect. So let's continue to pray. Let's continue to pray, not just on Thursday, but yes, on Thursday. And if there's a place, if there's a, a courthouse that people are meeting at, you know, look, go online because people are posting online things that they're doing to get together. So go and do that. Okay. And if you are, if there isn't anything, then you set something, you set aside, get your family together, get some friends together and, and just, um, and just pray, pray for the nation. But then, but then don't let it be the last time. Let's continue to pray for the nation. It was established in 1952 uh, for, for the nation and then amended by President Reagan in 1988. But now it's 2000, it's 2023, and we still need to pray. That has not changed. Let's press in even more. So God bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross Show. Remember, go to the bmgnetwork.com, check out the podcasters there. We are engaging, enlightening, you know, we are informative, and we're even entertaining at times. So check that out. Go to my Substack. I need your support. AdrianRoss.substack.com. Go to the part that says support ARC. Drop $5 in that tip jar or whatever. You know, go subscribe. We've got a, a, a free membership. We've got the, the various, the two paid memberships, uh, well, the three paid memberships, actually, because there's a gold membership, all right? So go to the su subscription page and check that out. More and more, it is absolutely necessary that we, we support the voices of truth, okay? Because as you can see, those voices, there's an attempt to silence voices of truth. We cannot let that happen. And so I am coming to people and I'm just saying, hey, guys, 
We need to support and not just the big names because they're coming after the, those big names. We need to support as much as we possibly can. People who have shown themselves to be people who speak the truth, who are willing to be bold, who are willing to be fearless, who are willing to do what they feel that God has told them to do. I'm one of those people. So I'm asking for your support. All right. So thank you again for tuning into the Adrian Ross show. And I will catch you next time and next time. I believe we're gonna have a treat. All right, Dr. Lanise Reynolds, back for part two of Unapologetically Prophetic. God bless you abundantly.